Guys, welcome to the THQ podcast. Now, in this episode, I'm going to have a be uh, have, having a conversation with THQ Buxton member Kim Ponsonby. Now, what I want you to get from this is the difference in what it really takes to actually get um, abs or get a good midsection and be happy with your body because the results that we put out, um, generally, it all you it, it's a, a little bit of sacrifice. But sitting down, eating good meals, eating less, a lot, lot less junk, and maybe cutting out drinking for certain periods of the time. Yes, it's sometimes an unmaintainable goal, but the outcome afterwards is very maintainable. But what it actually really does take to have a wow sort of picture is not as hard or as as restrictive as you actually think you just have to sit down eat decent meals um, and it will get hard at some points but if you're training hard and you're sitting down you're prioritizing decent food you can generally produce a very very good result now the reason I want to bring Kim onto the podcast is because Kim has just done a competition and it was a whole different ball game of trying to get lower lower levels of body fat emotionally um, physically and mentally and I wanted people to understand that that the shoot results you don't have to be massively massively like starving or anything like that it's just sitting down eating decent meals if you wanted to take it further then you can do but that's a whole different level now we have only taken three people to that level the majority of the results that we put out are generally not as you know, not definitely not lean, 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 competition lean, and they're quite, you can be in control, um, and the shoot will do a very good job in educating you and getting you a lean physique, and this is what I want people to understand, so guys, I hope you enjoy this conversation. Okay. You okay? Yeah, are you? <laughs> yeah, we've got it working. Yay! <laughs> okay, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. So, what um, what the main points I want to get um, from today really is basically the difference really between what you've just done recently with your competition, yeah, and what you've you know what you've done previously with the shoot. So, um, how many shoots exactly have you done before? Um, I've done, uh, I did the 12 week shoot when I first joined, and then I did um, leaner legs and two Armageddons. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's three. So, what, because what is a big deal? What I think there's a lot of confusion really is sort of the sort of what you have to do really to sort of get like a lean, um, decent body. Um, and the majority of the results that we put out there, and especially yours from before the competition i think personally um is they're very achievable you just have to be sensible so you just have to like you know yeah as you're getting closer to the goal you'd you'd maybe not drink as much um you definitely don't eat takeaways and rubbish and it's just yeah. being a lot more sensible sitting down eating food but what i wanted to talk about was sort of the emotional difference between the two so people because Sometimes when people have this ideal body shape, they try to be, um, they feel like they have to be a lot more punishing and things like that. And so I'm going to basically explain sort of my points of what how I felt when I, the difference between uh, what I'm doing now and the difference between when I first did um, a shoot like comp prep. So 
Um, the, the thing is, when you get to really low, low levels of body fat, so I'm not talking about the shooting, I'm talking about a different, say you would do a competition or when I did first did my shoot, you sort of get to the point where food no longer makes you feel full. Um, it doesn't really give you that sort of satisfaction and that's what sort of affects your mood and you have to be too, too restrictive and it's just getting your body down to lower levels of body fat. Um, it's pretty much too low for you to maybe socialise or go out um, and, and, it, and it has to be over a bigger time frame. So it's sort of like mentally and emotionally you're, you're being very, very restrictive for quite a long period of time and that's something that I think people have to decide to do. Over the years, um, we've put out quite a few results, but we've literally only trained three people um, to get to this point, what you've just done now. And again, that's because it's a totally different level. And I think people just get it very confusing of what, you know, what say what the shoot is or what, you know, and how restrictive you do have to be. Um, so the shoot um, is you can, you can look very lean. You can still have a nice midsection. Um, you've got a decent body shape, but food, you know, if you sit down and eat decent meals of meat, fish and vegetables, you'll feel satisfied, you feel full. Generally, throughout the, the program, you will will feel energised. Um, however, as you get a little bit towards the end, you may have a couple of bad days, um, but generally that could come from like, you know, sleeping, unprepared meals and, and things like that, really. And it's And it could be a combination of other things, but generally you should be feeling good if you're prioritizing sitting down eating decent meals now you should be able to generally socialize i think over the course of the shoot definitely over the full 12 weeks as you get a little bit closer maybe three weeks out that's what three or four weeks out maybe you know it's going to become harder to sort of have these extra sort of social occasions but again it's only for a very small period of time but so what i want you to start with is what you how you sort of found the first shoot that you did, um, and maybe, maybe actually maybe so more so the the second one, the second and the third once you'd had that experience. How you found that, um, sort of you know how emotionally you found it, how training, how lifestyle, and then we'll get on to how you how you just feel from you just doing your comp. Yeah, so um, obviously after the first twelve week shoot, you kind of uh, know what to expect a bit more when you're going into some of the specialized programs like leaner legs and armageddon um as you say you, you always tend to feel full um with what you're eating because your your calories are still reasonably high and things like that so you've still got energy to obviously um you're looking at increasing your weights when you're doing things like armageddon or leaner legs um to get the best obviously shape that you can at the end of the shoot and everything um you you, you sleep well because you're full um, so I think they're the, the sort of the, the pros of doing the sort of the shorter programs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So with your, yeah, that, that's that, yeah, that's, that sounds, uh, that's exactly how I thought, you know, that's how I feel when I do it. And I'm just like making sure that that's, that's how you feel as well. So with, with, when you first did the shoot of the 12 week shoot, what was your sort of like, how, how was your training? How was your like your sort of your, your, your family life, your social life, your mood, your, how you, your your relationship with your friends, how or work and getting on with work? How was that when you was doing the shoot? Was that all? Uh, yeah, just talk through that. Yeah, but when you're doing the shoot sort of thing, nothing nothing really changes. It doesn't affect. Uh, well, it didn't affect for me. I'd still go out and sort of um, like you say, sort of generally pick healthier options. You, you're not as restricted. 
Um, so I still slept well because I was full. Um, you could still go out socially with your friends and maybe have a drink. Like you said before, you'd probably start looking at reducing your alcohol intake um, sort of the, the closer you got to the shoot. I suppose with myself, I don't drink too much anyway, so that wasn't really an issue. Um, but you could always, it, it didn't have an impact on um, like friends or family or social life or preparing your meals with the kids. So you could still obviously plan your, your, your meals throughout the week and you just have a sort of um, a deviation from it. If, for example, you, you could make a healthy pizza or a healthy curry compared to um, like obviously them having pizza, chips and beans and those sort of mm. things, but it didn't have an impact on um, on day-to-day life. You just sort of got on with it and, and meal prepped um, the majority of time and just got stricter as you, you got closer throughout the 12 weeks or sort of the last three, four weeks just cut down even further. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. So it's just being sensible, really. So when you're doing the you can achieve, achieve like quite a good result, keeping everything sort of in line. You just have to, just have to have that self-control, uh, that discipline with your meals, and you generally, you know, generally feel, generally do feel good. So, to give people a time frame, um, how long did we prep for the the competition for? So the competition we prepped for seven months. So we started in September of last year, and we went through um, a bulk process from September through to January. So that was kind of difficult in itself because obviously I joined HQ to lose weight and get toned up and things. And obviously when we had the first discussion to say we needed to put on hopefully more muscle mass than, than fat, but obviously you were going to put on a bit of fat. So within the September through to January, I actually put on one stone eight, which was very alien and sort of trying to get my head around that to start off with but we did it in a really sort of slow controlled way um, of um, increasing calories getting maintenance calories up and increasing my training and using the benefit of the extra food to get weights up and obviously try and um, build muscle more more than fat in that period and then at the end of that come January that's when we started um, to reduce calories slower um, and then obviously sort of 10 weeks out to the competition, which was obviously on the 10th of May, we got a lot, lot stricter. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, yeah. So when you've, you know, that just getting to January, you've already, um, and like putting on, putting on the stone, you know, if we're generally, if you saw you, you didn't look like it. It's just, obviously that's how, what the scales are saying. You generally looked lean, strong and you still, you know, you, you, you wasn't like gaining loads of body fat. It was just, um, Gain, gaining the muscle and just really your body shape, which which was when I saw you. So obviously, getting to the January, you're now starting um, the you know another cut, really another diet, which is all going on from rolling on from what you've just done. Mm-hmm. So how was that sort of? Then this is when now, like, it literally has to be extremely really strict. And how did this sort of affect your? This again, this is not a shoot process. This is doing the competition, how did this start? And this is like sort of getting the best you can be. How did this start to affect like sort of, you know, how you was day to day with your work and your kids and your family, everything sort of, how, how, would it, how did it affect it the most? So from January through to, through to May, um, I can only describe it as probably, it's a really selfish process where you, you just, literally everything revolves around your training and your food and your food prep because 
in relation to food, you're literally counting your calories and your macros all of the time. So literally everything is weighed out. So down to the grain of rice or how much turkey you're putting on your plate and even tracking, obviously, at that point, I was tracking all my green veg as well. So because my, my calories were going so low. So it's really selfish. Like I'm, I missed out on um, one of my best friend's hen parties. They were going away for the weekend. So obviously I couldn't have the food or, or the drink. So I didn't go on the hen party. I went to a, a, a charity ball and I took my own food. So I took packs of turkey and jelly. Um, so it's really, it, it's really difficult. And as I say, it's quite a selfish process um, that you go through in, and you do get to the point where your friends and family, you, you don't get invited out to things because they go, well, you don't eat and you don't drink. So there's no point you come in. So it is pretty much everything else go, goes on hold. Um, and obviously the meal prep side of it, I sort of prepped three days at a time because, because you're eating like little and often, but you're not eating a lot. You want your food to be ready. So literally everything was parted up. For, for three days at a time so it was literally dinging stuff in a microwave because you'd already cooked turkey in bulk or your veg in bulk because it was just so much easier um but then when it came to the food there's like you said before there's no no sort of sa satisfaction in eating it because nothing really tastes of anything um because you're literally on either whitefish and turkey and veg for 10 weeks i was on so um, yeah, it's it's really hard work. It's completely different process to um, doing one of the shoots. Um, but yeah, you do you do miss out on a lot. And as I say, I think for me, I've found that it's quite a, a selfish process. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it is as well. Uh, but I'm going to get to sort of the positives of that. I mean, it's only sort of. Um, I think it teaches you a lot about yourself as well. Uh, I think it does give you um, sort of the the self-discipline that you never really knew you had. Um, and in that regards to like sort of you, what you, your kids would see and your family, I think that's that's all only going to be a positive because, you know, it's only like knuckling down, working towards a goal. Um, so it's, it definitely, you know, it is a selfish process, but it's not like, I think it does a lot for, you know, you and people around you as well. Um, so what... What also I wanted to talk about is as you got towards the end, so this is like, um, so when your calories have been so low for such a period of time, and this is what we try and get to people with regarding the shoot. Now, you may feel when you're doing the shoot, like, like say the couple of weeks before, you may feel a little bit more hungry, a little bit less of energy. You will do, but generally it's not going to be like completely, completely unbearable. So, but what I wanted to talk about is when you obviously got to the last few weeks, how emotionally of your competition how emotionally hard was that like was you, your emotions was you i can remember you was you was all all over the place weren't you really <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i uh i cried when my friend had a bacon butty <laughs> 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 but yeah emotionally it's it's really hard um you, you're tired because you're not sleeping because you get you're basically going to bed hungry and it gets to the point where it's kind of like the only thing that you're thinking about so i was probably down to four five hours at the most sleep for probably a good five or six weeks before the competition so obviously the lack of sleep and the lack of food affects things like your concentration I'd get up to go and do something at work and then I'd forget what it was or like just coordination dropping things on the floor and and 
just generally things like that. It's um, a really sort of the last sort of six weeks, especially because like you even took things like 10 calorie jelly off me and and milk in my tea, which was just the the icing on the cake. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's really hard. Like emotionally, you just, obviously everyone else's lives carry on around you and, and working in an environment where you've got like 200 guys at work that are having bacon butties for dinner and if it's someone's birthday there's a birthday cake like some days I'd be half asleep and then some days I'd be crying um at the littlest things it, it's emotionally draining and when you're tired as well and then you're not getting that food intake it just makes it harder and then obviously with the train like the training is still the same intensity literally to the day before comp day so you're trying to train on little food and little sleep and still obviously working full-time and being a mum to two girls it's like you've still got to get on with everything else day to day like the kids swimming lessons and this that and the other it's emotionally it's a completely different place but like you said the we'd set a goal that I wanted to do it was me that came to see you at the start of this before September and said I want to do it and I'm so glad that I've done it because like you say you learn so much about yourself and what you can actually push yourself to and um, obviously it's debating whether I'm going to do it again or not at the moment so um, it's just the process is fantastic but it is so mentally and physically draining by the end of it you just you've given everything that you possibly can and there's no like there's no cheat meals or there's there's nowhere to hide when you sort of stood up on that stage and this yeah it's just physically and emotionally completely draining yeah yeah no yeah that's yeah and that and that's really you know you explained it perfectly and that's what i want wanted people to sort of understand really in the difference between because i think sometimes we can get like I said, we can get confused with what a shoot does, what like a, a THQ shoot does when a shoot really is just a, it brings your body fat down to very to a, to a, a low level, um, but not like an unmaintainable, really affecting everything around you level. So, I uh, know you explained that perfectly. So, um, like what what is what's your plans now? Because um, obviously we're not you're not going to sort of rebound or anything. We'll bring your calories back up and you're still going to have a nice good shaped body and just work on different areas. Um, how's your, what's your plan like sort of regards to fitting into your lifestyle now going forward, training, diet or anything around? Yeah. So we, we met obviously a few days after I'd done the comp and um, you kindly gave me 500 calories straight away, which <laughs> I ate literally straight away. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, it's obviously doing the reverse dieting and getting my maintenance calories back up. Um, I've already noticed that I've got more energy with the food intake that I'm having. My weights are going back up in the gym. Um, so I want to make some gains on that. Um, thinking about what I'm going to do next is I think that I am thinking for another comp probably April, May next year. Um, yep. So we'll wait and see. But I think I'd possibly go up a category. So the the girls that were in bikini are I mean, I thought I was lean, but I mean they're super lean. There's nothing to them. So I might try and obviously bulk a bit, um, gain some more muscle and then look at starting the process again back end of this year. Um it's a learning process like I've learned so much 
um, throughout the, the seven months that I've been doing it and obviously meet a lot of people along the way, like some of the girls were into their fourth and fifth year um, that you've made friends with. Everyone is so friendly within the industry um, and everyone supports you when you're there. Um, so I think that's kind of like the longer term plan. I'd like to do leaner legs again, so I need to get back on with that. But at the minute, my training hasn't changed. I'm still training sort of five, six days a week. Um, but looking forward to the games in the gym with the weights going up and everything um, and getting my maintenance calories hopefully higher than they were last time. So they sort of peaked at 2,200-ish. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get a few more then. Um, at the minute, it's just introducing foods back in. Um, I've had such a long time with... I haven't had pasta for six, seven months. So I've still not... <laughs> I've still not yeah. talked up the courage to try pasta yet. But... Um, <laughs> Slowly, slowly introducing foods back in, um, and stuff is starting to taste nice again. So that's yeah. that's all good. Yeah, I think you'd be amazed what calories you can actually eat now on a consistent basis and maintaining like a, a really good body shape. But no, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing you in that process, and yeah, yeah, it'll be all good. So I think we've actually covered everything I want to cover now. I think we've got straight to the point. Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you very much for coming on, Kim. No, thank you. And thank you to everybody for all the support that you've given me. Um, and especially you, Carl. Couldn't have done it without you. Oh, pleasure. Cool. Okay, Kim. I'll see you, you in the sessions very soon. Yeah, I'll be there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. Cool. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.